Welcome to the Council of Institutional Investors podcast on financial regulation. I'm Jeff Mahoney, the General Counsel of CII. The purpose of these monthly podcast episodes is to update CII members and the general public on developments and related CII advocacy activities in connection with the administration's initiative to reform the U.S. financial regulatory system. This update covers the period from December 21st to January 30th. Let's start with Congress. On January 16th, Committee on Financial Services Chair Maxine Waters of California outlined her agenda for the committee for the 116th Congress. She indicated the committee will focus largely on oversight, with more aggressive oversight of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau high on her list of priorities. She also indicated that she's likely to be more aggressive in her oversight of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, particularly on issues of interest to investors. On the same day she publicly discussed the committee's agenda, Chair Waters, together with the ranking member of the committee, Patrick McHenry of North Carolina, introduced H.R. 624, the Promoting Transparent Standards for Corporate Insiders Act. H.R. 624 would require the Securities and Exchange Commission to carry out a study of Rule 10b-5-1 trading plans. Rule 10b-5-1, which was established by the SEC in the year 2000, permits insiders of publicly traded corporations to set up a trading plan for selling stocks they own if the trading plan meets certain conditions. Section 2 of H.R. 624 sets forth a number of potential amendments to Rule 10b-5-1 that were derived from a 2012 CII rulemaking petition to the SEC and from CII's membership-approved policies on stock sales. That policy explicitly supports disclosure and board oversight of Rule 10b-5-1 plans. On January 22nd, CI issued a letter to Chair Waters and Ranking Member McHenry expressing our support for H.R. 624. On January 28th, the bill was discussed on the House floor and passed by a vote of 413 to 3. The next day, the bill was received in the Senate and referred to the Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs. Earlier this week, I spoke with a staffer for a member of the Senate Banking Committee who expressed an interest in pursuing H.R. 624 in the Senate. In other news related to the Senate Banking Committee, on January 29th, Senate Banking Committee Chairman Mike Crapo of Idaho outlined his committee agenda for the 116th Congress. His top legislative priority is the vexing issue of housing finance reform. With respect to capital market issues, he indicated that the committee will continue to work to quickly identify what bipartisan bills should be considered to encourage capital formation, reduce burdens for smaller businesses, and improve corporate governance. One Senate Banking Committee staffer told me recently that identifying bipartisan bills in the Banking Committee will likely become even more difficult this Congress because of the dynamic created by having at least two members of the committee likely running for president. Senator Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts has already indicated that she is running, and the ranking member of the committee, Sherrod Brown of Ohio, indicated he's currently considering running for president. It is expected that Banking Committee Chairman Crapo will act quickly to hold a hearing and have a committee vote to fill the vacancy on the Securities Exchange Commission that resulted from Commissioner Kara Stein's term expiring at the end of last Congress. The expected nominee for that seat, Allison Lee, a former SEC staffer, has not yet been formally nominated by the administration, the first required step in the Senate confirmation process. As a result, The vacancy is unlikely to be filled any earlier than March of this year. Turning now to the SEC, 
On January 26th, the SEC resumed its normal staff levels and is returning to normal operations following the reopening of the federal government. It's expected that Chairman Clayton's top rulemaking priority for 2019 will be issuing a final rule on regulation best interest, which is the controversial May 2018 proposal to establish a standard of conduct for broker-dealers when making recommendations to retail customers regarding securities transactions or investment strategies. Earlier on January 22nd, CII sent a comment letter to the SEC in response to their solicitation of comments on the long-term Stock Exchange Inc. application seeking registration as a national securities exchange under the federal securities laws. In our letter, we indicated we do not currently support the application for several reasons. Those reasons include that the application did not contain any information about the long-term stock exchange's reported plans to include time-phased voting rights as a core element of its proposed corporate governance listing standards. Another reason we could not support the application is that long-term stock exchange's proposed corporate governance requirements permitted newly public companies to have multi-class share structures with unequal voting rights in conflict with our long-standing membership-approved policies supporting the principle of one share, one vote. In addition, the proposed corporate governance requirements also failed to include sunsets on multi-class share structures in conflict with our October listing standard petitions to the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ stock market. With respect to those October listing standard petitions to NYSE and NASDAQ, CII is continuing to encourage all interested parties to review our petitions and consider sending their own letters to the stock exchanges sharing their views on our petitions. If you have any questions regarding our October petitions to the NYSE and NASDAQ or any of my remarks on this podcast, please feel free to contact me by email at jeff at cii.org or give me a call at 202-822-0800. That completes my financial regulatory update. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Voice of Corporate Governance, brought to you by the Council of Institutional Investors. The Voice of Corporate Governance is a free, non-sponsored podcast that highlights critical developments in corporate governance and other important issues affecting institutional investors. The views expressed by those interviewed on the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of CII or its members. For more information on CII and its policies on corporate governance, please visit our website at www.cii.org.